guys. Welcome to episode 117 of A Wrestling Gal Podcast, providing you with the female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J. As today, I am joined by one of New England's rising stars, Little Mean Kathleen. Now let's chat. Hello, everybody. Today I am joined by Little Mean Kathleen. So, how are you doing tonight, girl? I'm so good. How are you? I'm fantastic to finally be chatting with you. You, we got a lot to discuss tonight. I'm excited. I'm excited. But firstly, what are your overall thoughts as we delve into this brand new year of 2021? I'm thinking more tapings, just more tapings, Mm -hmm. more tapings until the summer hits and then you can just be outside. Right. That's all I'm thinking about. (laughs) How is the winter up there in the New England area and all that? It's pretty warm. It's like, it's like a fall kind of thing going on. There's like, it snowed for like 20 minutes today Uh and that was it. (laughs) I mean, that's not too bad. Can't complain there. I mean, I'm yeah. from uh, like upstate New York and we the only major snow we had was like Christmas and the day after, but we're used that's, to it. So that's not bad at all. No, not bad at all. Oh, nice. Now, before we talk wrestling, I know you used to play video games when you were younger, correct? Oh my gosh, yes. So which games were your go-to favorites? Oh, when I was younger, um, I was really into RuneScape. And I loved The Sims. I still play The Sims. Sims is I great. Just, oh, it's so good. And I, I used to play WoW, and I still play it today. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Which is sometimes an issue, but it's fine. But I would just play so many games. I'd play anything. I love it. It's so fun. Now, what was the craziest thing you've ever done done in your Sims world? Because I know you can do some crazy weird things in there because it's all like fiction anyway. So what's the craziest thing you've done with one of your people in Sims? Oh my gosh. In the Sims 3, you you can't have your teenagers live alone. But the one way you can is by like killing the parents. <laughs> so Damn, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I want to have like this teenage runaway uh-huh. and she's going to live alone in her house. Mm-hmm. I just got to make a parent and then immediately kill them. So that was, <laughs> that was pretty much mm-hmm. the, the craziest uh-huh. maybe. <laughs> I mean, and then there's the usual like trapping your Sims in the pool. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> darkness. It's okay. Well, yeah. It was all about the story. Yeah. True. True. Now on a scale <laughs> of one to 10 though, how competitive were you in video games? Um, Probably about a solid five. I'm very casual, okay. but mm-hmm. I you gotta win sometimes. Mm-hmm. You gotta try sometimes. Now, do you play any new games of today? Um, I play Overwatch. I play mm-hmm. a lot of League of Legends. I've been into Animal Crossing on the Switch. Mm-hmm. I kind of fell off of it like everybody else, but then I yeah. got back into it recently. And everything's a mess on my island, but it's coming back. That was a huge, huge thing. I feel like Animal Animal Crossing and like Among Us blew up. I'm really yes. addicted to Among Us. It's really bad. I loved it. <laughs> it's so fun. Like I was just watching a stream before this that was live. So <laughs> those are fun oh to my play God. and watch. 
I love it. It just ruins friendships too. It's like on the same level as Mario Party. It's mm-hmm. just, oh my gosh, it's crazy. I love that game. Now, something else interesting I learned about you is that you, and I quote, you said this, the biggest negative quality I have is that I unironically like Naruto. Can you elaborate on this statement for me as someone who I honestly haven't watched Naruto in like a good 10 years? You're, you miss so much. I know. Gosh. (laughs) I used to watch it in elementary school. Mm -hmm. I, oh my gosh, I did the run a couple of times unironically in elementary school. Ugh. And then in middle school, I watched it and I fell off of it a little bit in high school. Mm-hmm. But then I went to college and had a ton of free time for some reason. So I just jumped back in it. I watched so many episodes. There's like 600 episodes. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, but I love it. Oh my gosh, the story is so good and it's so emotional. I love it. There's Ugh. a lot. There's a lot of good There's shows so out much. there, right? What so are some good. other than non-wrestling shows that you enjoyed growing up? I by the way, I think either you're a 96 or 97 baby. I'm a 97 mm. baby, so I believe we're like right around the same age. Yes, we are. I'm okay. a 96. Okay, I'm 97 <laughs> over here. So, what other show non-wrestling shows did you enjoy growing up? Oh my gosh, I just loved cartoons. I know. Like when I was little, little, I loved Hamtaro. Mm-hmm. just something about those little hamsters i loved it <laughs> and then i would just watch any cartoons when i got older and then and then i got into like reality tv a little bit i'm still into it because it's very messy i love that which one because there's a lot oh, there's so anything on bravo mm-hmm. like the real housewives there's below deck i used to love jersey shore i rewatched that in college mm-hmm. and it was oh my gosh so good huge in middle school and we weren't supposed to watch it per se but we did anyway so good how could you not watch it how could you not (laughs) and and then angelina (laughs) went into impact wrestling and it was just like this huge crossover you thought you'd never see and then we saw snooki the flips what Uh what a time to be alive oh my god i know Oh, I just watched like the trashy shows on MTV mm-hmm. when I was little, little, like mm-hmm. Tila Tequila, Flavor of Love. Well, we shouldn't like, have, yeah. No, <laughs> we shouldn't have. <laughs> it's okay, though. It's fun, though, to look back and you don't realize how messy they are. Like growing up, you're like, oh, this is so cool. But then you look yeah. back and sometimes they're so horrible, but they're so. And you're like, what the? Mm-hmm. What was I? I was like 13. What? Yeah. Now, I'm interested, though, since you're on the topic of Jersey Shore, this is like a controversial opinion. What are your thoughts on uh, Sammy and Ron's whole relationship? Oh, my God. I hated it. <laughs> I was in middle school and I, was, I just wanted to reach through the TV and right. be like, Sammy, could you see how toxic this is? And I'm like 14? What? Yeah. <laughs> but it really added some spice. I will not lie. Now, I also know, and this is just by scrolling through your Instagram, I see you're a huge fan of Guy Fury, girl. So can you tell me what draws you or inspired your love for him? Because apparently you've been married for 45 years to this man. We have. (laughs) Oh, my God, we have. Girl, you did your research. (laughs) I don't know. I think it's something about the frosted tips. Oh, he's just so dreamy. (laughs) He's very radical, you know, mm-hmm. with the Corvette. Oh my gosh, what a guy! <laughs> what a guy! What a man! 
Now, switching gears here, I just want to note that you've been passionate about wrestling for many years, obviously, as there is literally a photo of you in your prom dress holding a replica Divas <laughs> Championship. And that's iconic, first of all. I, I love that. Oh, my um, gosh. Yes. So along the lines of the Divas, then, who were some of your favorite women from the Divas era of wrestling? Um, well, I swear when I was 14, so mm-hmm. it's not going to be like trish or anything because i never watched them growing mm-hmm. up but i really liked aj lee mm-hmm. and she's short like me so i still like watching her matches today um i really like beth phoenix and mm-hmm. natalia because they're like strong yeah like, jacked alicia fox is very underrated i, I feel. agree i she is wild i oh my god i highly agree with that she is so athletic and i loved her too I mean, there weren't a ton of women when mm-hmm. I was watching. It was, like, mm-hmm. very short matches. Yeah. And then when I got older, it kind of turned into, like, the revolution. Yeah. And things got better. Thank goodness. <laughs> now, in your entire wrestling history, it could be when you first started or now through today, what is one feud or rivalry you think had the best storytelling that you were the most captivated by? It was probably when I first started watching because mm-hmm. it was like the first storyline I was introduced to. It was, <laughs> oh my God, it was Mark Henry in the big show and Daniel, Daniel Bryan, Bryan for the heavyweight championship. Oh my championship. God, I remember that. I, yeah. And I was so into it. I was like, there's nothing better than this on TV right now. There's nothing better. And then Big if I'm correct, Big Show beat Mark Henry and then Daniel Bryan, didn't he cash in his money in the bank on the Big Show? I think that's um, correct. I think so. The one yeah. big thing I really remember was Big Show like accidentally like ran over AJ mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And I remember that elimination pay-per-view, that elimination chamber one was uh-huh. just I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Because mm-hmm. they were all in the match but they came in at different times so it was like they couldn't get to each other then they finally could and i was like oh my god this is good i think was that the year where santino made it to the final two but then people thought there's no way santino's winning but then daniel retained i think that oh my god you're bringing me back i don't know if it was that year was it i don't know you're bringing me back though i was probably busy paying attention to like the big show in my henry fair fair point but yeah wow Oh my, oh my god, god, you're bringing me back. Because <laughs> I was, I went to a live show during that time, and the main event was like Big Show versus Daniel Bryan, and my mom's a big Big Show fan, um, oh so god. like like yourself, and so I was rooting for Daniel, and she was rooting for Big Show, and obviously Daniel won um, somehow yes. by DQ or something, and yeah, I remember that. That's, that's interesting that that was like the first kind of major feud that you remember. That's really, really Oh cool. yeah. Uh, it was perfect i was there's nothing better than that mm-hmm. <laughs> i am aware too you're actually really into 80s wrestling correct yes 80s ladies yeah so, so what about the 80s era captivates you with like sensational sherry and like wendy richter and all of that it's just very like i i don't know how to explain it like today it's very like hard hitting they're doing mm-hmm. crazy stuff but Back in the 80s, I feel like it was hard hitting, but at the same time, you you still knew like these were women mm-hmm. wrestling, kind of. Yes. In a way, not to make it sound like it's a bad thing, mm-hmm. but it was very good. Like some matches, like the ref will be involved 
somehow the ref gives so much more leeway because, oh, they're just ladies. I don't know, something about that. Uh, how do you say? Something about that, like, I don't know. It's just very, like, ha, 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 this is fun to watch oh, okay. kind of thing. Yeah, like their characters and stuff were, yes. like, entertaining. Yes, okay. I think it's way more entertaining in a way. And just some of the moves you see, like, mm -hmm. you don't see a lot of today. Or no. some of the moves mm -hmm. ended up inspiring men's wrestling, mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Good, that's a good that. throwback. What, yeah. see, in that era, then, what's one match that you've seen that you think more people should watch than from that era? Um, it's Sensational Sherry versus Brock and Robin for the women's championship and it takes place in Paris. I think it's primetime wrestling mm -hmm. and it is just a great women's match. I think more people should watch that match. I feel like so many people probably may have watched that mm -hmm. match in wrestling, hopefully, but it's just like a really good back and forth. The story is great. It's, oh my gosh. It's so good. I can tell you're passionate about it. It's Everybody amazing. listening, go check it's it amazing. out. It's amazing. It's definitely available somewhere. So for sure. It is. It's on YouTube. <laughs> cool. Now, when you were first started training, was there a particular move or sequence that was the most difficult for you to learn or grasp? Well, I train with a lot of like larger guys. Mm -hmm. So I don't really get the opportunity to take too many moves. So it's anytime like I have to learn how to take something. I feel is very difficult. So like I'm not taking a flying head scissor. Yeah. I never have. <laughs> It'd be very difficult too. And then it's just difficult with like throwing people around because people are bigger than me. So you know I have to learn how to take people down without mm -hmm. throwing them, which is just very difficult sometimes. Fair enough, too. You got to quickly adapt to for someone so small. Yes. So, yeah, I, I can imagine. Yes. Now, how would you describe your character to those who maybe aren't as familiar with your work? Very Besides mean, of course. Like, <laughs> like oh, yeah, definitely little, definitely mean. <laughs> Very Kathleen. Um, like a small, aggressive dog, like a chihuahua. You know, mm -hmm. just coming for you. Just coming for you. Come for the ankles. <laughs> yeah. True. That, that is very feels true. about right. That feels about right. <laughs> now, is that how you always envisioned your character? Or when you were first crafting it, did you have something else in mind? Um, I had nothing in mind when I first started. I just wanted to be like good and athletic mm -hmm. and vessel, you know? <laughs> mm hmm. And then little me Kathleen was kind of presented to me and I was like, that's a pretty cool name because I wanted to use my name. But now as I continue on through my wrestling journey, I'm kind of trying to shape who I'm trying to be, who I am mm -hmm. and trying to present that better with every match, you know? I think you're doing a great job from all the matches Thank I've you watched. So, much. so keep grinding, girl. Um, well, when you can, Thank when you. you can get reps in, obviously with the world going on, yes. Right now, but you keep keep at it. <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> now, what are your thoughts on this New England wrestling scene where you primarily perform? Um, I love it. I think there's so much great talent. There's so much new talent all the time popping up. I feel like, and. There's just so many promotions you can work for, so many different people. Sometimes it's the same people over and over again, mm -hmm. and that's not bad either. And 
I just love it because I think there's so much talent around. It's great. Well, yeah, I mean, we have Davey, we have Ava, we got Skylar, Becca, Paris. There's a bunch of you guys on the New England wrestling scene, not just females, but, and well, I mean, we recently saw uh, Anthony Green, now August Gray in WWE NXT coming from the New England scene. So it's definitely a hot spot, I think, in uh, American wrestling for sure. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Now, is there any match stipulation that you'd like to tackle that you haven't yet? Um, hmm. A ladder match. No, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my gosh, that's, a, that's an interesting question. Because I want to say like a tables match, but then I don't really want to have the possibility of going through a table. You know, maybe a steel cage match. That'd be fun. I feel like that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be fun too, because you can either win by escaping the cage or yes. pinning or submitting. So you have oh multiple ways to win. And with the wow. cage match, you can't really like well, because the cage it goes down to the ring, it doesn't go down to the floor. So unless someone throws you in a weapon or something, it's kind of you're fighting against the cage and yourselves. So. That's true. That is true. Oh my gosh. I would jump off the cage. You could do a lot of. <laughs> now, why don't you want to jump off of a ladder, though? I'm kidding. Um, but... Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maybe I will. Hmm. <laughs> I bring the ladder in the cage. Okay, you could do that. I think you. Yes. I think it'd be difficult though to somehow launch it, or I don't know, like Maybe unless step it's a hell in a, Yeah, maybe. Oh, <laughs> yes. Step Perfect. ladder. Oh my god, that would be so funny to bring oh a step god. ladder and Kathleen. <laughs> Perfect. It's perfect for me. <laughs> now, if you could have any celebrity, past or present, be your manager to the ring for a night, who would you choose and why? Guy Fieri. Oh, uh, yeah. Because he is <laughs> my man. He's coming. in my corner. <laughs> he is there to support me, to tell me that every move I do is radical <laughs> and out of this world and totally awesome. And Oh my gosh, he would be the perfect manager. He would be the perfect manager. I would love to see that happen. Yes. In my mind, I just picture it. Guy Fury and little mean Kathleen coming out. I'd be losing my mind. Oh. <laughs> I can imagine. Love it. Now, in terms of music, and I apologize for this question ahead of time. I know you're a huge fan of Fallout Boy and Hosier. Yes. So if you had to yes. choose one of them to play Ooh. your entrance live, who would you choose? Oh my god, it'd have to be Fall Out Boy. I feel like Hozier would just mm-hmm. be too emotional. <laughs> but Fall Out Boy would be more high energy. Uh-huh. I do love Hozier, though. Ugh. Now tell me about your experience at a Fall Out Boy concert. I know you've been to one or maybe a few. I've been to many. Okay. okay. I just, oh, they're so fun. And I just know all the songs mm-hmm. and everybody else there knows all the songs because why are you going to a Fall Out Boy concert if you don't know all the songs? True. And oh my gosh. And then they change up the set list and you notice because you've been to other concerts uh-huh. and it's like, I don't, yeah, I'm a pretty crazy fan. <laughs> and it's just, I love it. I love Fall Out Boy. What's a couple of your favorite tracks since I won't make you narrow it down to one? What are, what are a couple of your favorite tracks by Fall Out Boy? Oh my gosh. Alpha Dog is an underrated hit, I feel. That song slaps. I like 27. That's a good one, too. 
And then, oh my gosh, a third. Let's get a third in there. Um, oh, I feel like anything from there, from under the Cork Tree album, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just perfect. And dance, dance, <gasps> dance, dance. It's going to be the third <laughs> one. That's a good one. That's a hit. Now, besides Fall Out Boy, what else is your music taste like? Do you have a variety or is there a few genres that you just prefer? There's a big, 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 big variety. Like right now okay. I'm in a 90s Euro dance, which is basically like Dance Dance Revolution songs. I did see you tweet about that. that that's yes. Nice. Oh, my. So good. It's a big throwback for me. Um, I really like soft rock, like 70s and 80s soft rock. I have a disco playlist. I just have a sad song playlist. It's just all over the place, honestly. So what you're saying is, is that you were born in the wrong era and you belong in like the 70s or 80s? Probably the 80s since it's in the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Maybe the 80s. (laughs) Okay, we'll go with the 80s then. Good variety, though. It gives you a good balance and diversity in your music taste because sometimes you're feeling sad. Sometimes you feel like you want to dance. So you need multiple playlists. It's it's You do. I do the same thing. Making playlists is actually really, really fun, but it's, it's time consuming. So fun. But like it when it's when you feel a certain way, it hits the spot. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> or you just throw everything on one playlist. <laughs> I I don't know. People do that. And I just I mean, I can't do it. Even if it's on shuffle, you know you want a certain song and I, I just yeah, can't put it all on one playlist. Everything. Yeah. <sighs> I used to be that person, but not anymore. <laughs> Now, is it correct in saying you are studying or studied communications? I did. I graduated. I have a communications degree. And I'm studying so I can go to law school. Oh, Educated girl. queen. Huh? <laughs> what, what's your ultimate goal then for law school? Oh, okay. Tell me more. Um, hopefully to like help people out because i feel like people got to pay a lot of money mm-hmm. for a good lawyer and then the people who have the most money are the ones winning mm-hmm. cases it's like that's ridiculous mm-hmm. the system is supposed to be fair then it shouldn't matter how much money you have so I, hopefully i can get into doing maybe public defense is something i'm very interested mm-hmm. in and then eventually hopefully something with civil rights would be very very interesting for me now, how did you get people? How did you get drawn into that? Was it from watching like crime in that shows, or is it just under the realm of maybe genuinely being interested in in law and helping others, or is it a combination of it? I actually hate crime shows. I just I don't like them. I, I think it's something about the reenactments. Okay. I just really don't mm-hmm. like. But <laughs> when I was little, I used to love. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, mm-hmm. and Uncle Phil was a lawyer, and then he was a judge, and I was like, "That sounds kind of cool." And then I kind of forgot about it because I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. And I get older, and I'm still like, you know, be, being a lawyer seems pretty cool. And just you see a lot of things going on today, and I feel like I could help someone. I think with the right education, I yeah, could help someone. Course. Yeah. Well, if if you're passionate about it, go for it. And it's always good to to have a backup plan or a plan B, especially with wrestling, because nothing is guaranteed in life. So go for it, girl. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Now, what do you think is one fun fact about you that most people wouldn't know? Um, oh my gosh. I collect stuffed animals. Okay. 
Hell yeah. I have, so I'm looking at them right now. Mm-hmm. I have, I like weird ones, like weird animals. Like I have an anteater, then I have a possum, and I have an armadillo mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. I have a two-headed bear, and I have a rabbit that has like eight eyes. And I just, I just love stuffed animals. <laughs> now, where do you, where do you get them from? Because the first three, you can get them, but how do you get them? Like, especially with like eight eyes or like with two heads? I'm just curious. Um, I don't know. There's this guy I follow on Instagram, Honey Lambs. Oh. Shout out, man. And he makes these custom stuffed animal toys and they're just animals but with weird features. Mm-hmm. And he also makes like vintage stuffed animals and he sews like two different animals together. It's very cool. Oh. I think it's very interesting. That sounds cool. What's that? Yeah. And one more time for the listeners Honey Lambs. Honey Lambs. Okay. Yes. Now, lastly, what are some of your personal or professional goals for maybe the next five years? Um, hopefully to just keep training. Mm-hmm. I've been training like three or four days a week. Mm-hmm. Killing it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Killing something. And <laughs> just keep training, keep traveling around New England, hopefully. And I want to go to Japan mm-hmm. as soon as I can. Japan is magical. Yes. I think it is a great place for women's wrestling, especially. There's so many promotions, I feel, and just so many people to compete with. And it's just, that's where it all begins, you know? There's Sendai, there's Marvelous, there's Stardom. There's a lot you can do. Do you have any uh, eyes on any opponents then in Japan? Um, I love Maki Ito. Mm -hmm. She is short like me. I Oh my gosh, I love her whole her whole attitude and she throws these headbutts and they are amazing. And I just I would love to wrestle her. That would be a dream match right there. Fingers yes. crossed. Oh my gosh. You never know. Literally though, you never know. People go to Japan like last minute because they were filling in a spot for somebody. That's happened before. Yeah. So you literally never know. And then again, the world situation like affects yes. that. Yes. But literally Maybe you never year. know. So fingers <laughs> crossed. Kathleen. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Oh, boy. oh my gosh. Now, before I let you go, can you just please tell the listeners where they can find you on your social medias? Oh my gosh, yes. Um, you can find me on Little Me and Kathleen on Instagram. I think it's Little Me and Kathleen on Twitter because yes. there aren't enough characters. Yes. And then Little Me and Kathleen, you can like my page on Facebook. Don't friend me. <laughs> I heard you in a lot. Yes. Oh, I purged. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> I made the page and I was like, yeah. I need to get rid of mm-hmm. So many random people, and I did. Well, and I did. Okay. <laughs> That's where you can reach me. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today, Kathleen. It's been thank a lot of fun. <laughs> thank it's you been for a having pleasure. me. And I sincerely look forward to your future, not only in the New England area, but around the States and maybe in Japan someday. Hopefully. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just remember, you heard it here first that she wants yes. to be in Japan. So when it happens, y'all heard back it to here. This. <laughs> yes, I'll send them back. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much again. Thank you.